2: if you dare.
3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code RJBell and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bet if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: Switch to Spectrum Mobile and get unlimited data for only $29.99 per month each when you get two or more lines. You could save hundreds on your mobile bill. Plus, there are no added taxes, hidden fees, and no contracts. Click to try the Spectrum Mobile Savings Calculator, and in three easy steps, you'll see how much you could save. Visit SpectrumMobile.com slash save. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Spectrum Internet required. Restrictions apply. Visit SpectrumMobile.com for details.
2: Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
1: Find a forest near you and start exploring at DiscoverTheForest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
6: Radio. Radio. Well, you know, as I've said many times before... Sports are the greatest reality show invented, and you can script everything but the outcome. That is exactly why this time of year is so much fun. And in our complex world, there are objective truths, and there are personal feelings. Our job tonight and every night is to make sure you don't confuse the two. On that note, I'm Bernie Friday. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Tonight, we'll take a deep dive and a detailed analysis of and reveal some hard truths about some of your favorite NFL teams. Now, you might be surprised as to their relative status. Then we'll examine the ever-changing Super Bowl odds as the first five weeks of the NFL have been very topsy-turvy. I mean, raise your hand or beep your horn if you had the Kansas City Chiefs at 2-3 and three after five weeks. You get my drift? After Bruin Finley's update, we'll continue with NFL power rankings, and I'm going to give you the top ten and the bottom five and why, of course, plenty of Vegas fodder to what your whistle as we wind down the show. Sports are entertainment, but they're more than that. They're a shared experience. As such, people want to talk about them. You've come to the right place. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. This is Straight out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted, and as they say in Dalvin Cook, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. Interestingly enough, last week, you probably noticed this, but there was an NFL prop last week, one of many hundreds every week, having to do with uh, the total number of missed extra points. And the number was set at four and a half last week. And so if you thought there would be less extra points than that, you'd bet the under. If it landed on four or less, you'd cash. If it landed on five or over, you would cash if you bet the over. There were 13, count them, 13 missed extra points last week. That's a first in NFL history. It's a record. And by the way, not for nothing, there were also 11 missed field goals. So there's that. Thought I'd throw that out there. By the way, did you know, and you already know this, Arizona, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, they head into Cleveland tomorrow, three-point underdogs, three-and-a-half-point underdogs. They're the last undefeated team in the National Football League. So what does that mean? Well, here's a hard truth the last last man standing undefeated NFL team that went on to win the Super Bowl were the 2006 Colts that since 1990 by the way ironically just because you're the last standing undefeated team since 1990 only 50% of those situations those teams even go on to win a playoff game no guarantees I'm rooting for the Arizona Cardinals. They're a nice story, but no guarantees. You don't believe me? Remember, last year, Pittsburgh started 11-0. They didn't win a playoff game. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Everybody talks about how bad their defense is. I heard one other Fox Sports host c- called them putrid multiple times. Well, how bad are they? How, how bad are they, Johnny Carson? How putrid are they? Well, they are pretty putrid. They're allowing 7.1 yards per play. That's incredible. Now, to give that perspective, and by the way, that has never happened in the National Football League, not even close. And to give that perspective, I'm sure you remember the St. Louis Rams with Kurt Warner, Dick Vermeil, Marshall Falk, and company. The greatest show on turf. That offense was incredible. They averaged 7 yards per play. No one in the NFL had ever done that before, and no one's done it since. So I guess you could say the Chiefs' defense is so bad, they've turned every one of their opponents into the greatest show on turf. And that's also resulting in the Chiefs now giving up 32 points per game. And I said weeks ago, when they played Cleveland week one, the Chiefs' 26th-ranked run defense was going to be an issue. Now it's the 31st-ranked run defense. On the other side, last week, Buffalo is the talk of the town. Buffalo, I think, is the best team in football right now. And how good is their defense? Well, did you notice when they played the Chiefs last week, they chased and harassed Patrick Mahomes all night It hit him like Rocky Balboa. Now, what if I told you the Chiefs only blitzed once in 63 defensive possessions? Once. That four-man front is prolific. And part of the reason, they're not only deep, The Buffalo Bills have fresh legs all night as they employ nine different defensive linemen, and they played at least 25 snaps last week, so they're always rotating in new players. I'd be worried about the Chiefs if I were you. Be very worried. There have been 55 Super Bowls. That means there have been 55 losers of the Super Bowl. The Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl last year. Only eight Super Bowl losers in history went back the following season. Odds are against the Chiefs rebounding. Just the facts, man. And not for nothing, the Chiefs' offense is no prize right now either. I heard someone say on the radio they need to let Pat cook. Patrick Mahomes. You remember the let Russ cook? Let Pat cook. Well, you might want to get a new cookbook for starters. Because what if I told you Mac Jones has more 20-plus yards completions this season than Patrick Mahomes? And Patrick Mahomes, with all of his dipsy doodle Harlem Globetrotter antics, he's become a turnover machine. Mahomes has committed six turnovers in the last three games, including five interceptions. He now has six interceptions this season, putting him on pace for 20. His career high is 12. That was back in 2018. For now, he's right there with Sam Darnold. If you want to make fun of Sam Darnold, you've got to make fun of Mahomes too, right? He's right there with Trevor Lawrence, too. All right, yeah, can he correct it? Sure. Now, I'm betting Mahomes will probably rebound. But remember what I told Arnie back in week one. The only touchdown the Chiefs had last year in the Super Bowl was when the team playing landed in Tampa Bay. It was my way of saying I thought the Chiefs would regress this season, but I never predicted they'd be two and three after five games. How about the Cleveland Browns? Now, Baker Mayfield last week, 305 yards, zero interceptions last Sunday versus the Chargers. But don't be fooled, because in the fourth quarter, final possessions, when it mattered most, his QBR was 20. Baker was a liability when it mattered most. Facts, not feelings. Don't get up in your fields on this. You make your bones in crunch time, in the fourth quarter, in the red zone, on third down. Third down is the money down. They don't pay to punt big money. Check that, they don't pay you big money to punt. The Browns were only four and twelve on third downs last year last week and one and four on fourth downs. And that doesn't cut it. For the game, Baker Mayfield's QBR was twenty, but Justin Herbert's was fifty-three. Now don't confuse QBR with passer rating before I get to that. I'm not dogging Baker Mayfield. I think his wife is right. He's changed the fortunes of the franchise and elevated them. He's created a real excitement. But you gotta do when it mattered most. And I go everybody's gaga about Matt Stafford right now. He did that in Detroit. He did it in the regular season. You know, the Lions won 13 games in a row once. They won the last four games in 2010. The first four, They won their all four preseason games in 2011 and the first five games in 2011. Then they realized they were the Lions, went five and seven down the stretch, got to the playoffs, lost to New Orleans. And yeah, Matt Stafford did his part in the playoffs. Set the Matt Stafford conversation aside And tell the playoffs, please. I get it. He can complete a forward pass. He's a good guy. He does everything but win in the postseason. Set it aside. I never said he was a bad guy. I just said he can't win in the playoffs. Prove me wrong, Matt. But don't go crazy in October. It's like when George Steinbrenner used to call Dave Winfield Mr. May. Now back to QBR versus passer rating. People confuse the two. And I just said Mayfield's was 20, but Herbert's was 53. First of all, think of QBR as an attempt to rate a quarterback by difficulty. See, a quarterback gets more credit for success in more difficult situations and less credit for success in less difficult situations. I'm not going to mention any names, Matt Stafford. It tries to reward quarterbacks for making the clutch throws downfield versus an easy swing pass on second down. On a 0-100 to 100 scale, where 50 should represent the true middle point, meaning those quarterbacks above 50 should be winning more games than those below 50. The nearer to 100 a quarterback is, the more elite he should be. Baker was 20 in the fourth quarter. Now, see, passer rating ignores large parts of a quarterback's performance. It ignores sacks, fumbles, designed runs, and scrambles. It also does not put plays in any real context. For example, while the QBR treats a five-yard gain on second and five is very different from a five-yard gain on third and ten. See, passer rating treats all yards, whether they're air yards or yards after the catch, as equal and belonging to the quarterback. So the NFL passer rating formula includes four variables. Completion percentage, yards per attempt, touchdowns per attempt, and interceptions per attempt. The key here is that all plays are treated equally by the passer rating formula. There is no attempt to make one play more or less important than the other. It also focuses on passing statistics, including plays a quarterback makes as a runner or other non-passing measures, like I've always said on this show a million times, who do you trust when the heat gets hot and it's hard to breathe? The game is is on the line. Who do you trust? It comes down to key players in crunch time. You define the moment, or the moment defines you. Net net, the Cleveland Browns versus the Chargers last Sunday, 463 yards. Cleveland had 463 yards, 40 points. Teams who did that prior to last Sunday were 463 and all. Now they're 463-1. and The Browns actually lost the game by putting up 463 yards and 40 points. But when it battered most at the end, they couldn't do it. That's what I'm trying to tell you here. By the way, congratulations to Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, for turning the clock back 114 years. See, in 1907, Glenn Warner, affectionately known as Pop Warner, he invented an offense called the single wing. Well, if you watch Trey Lance, that's exactly the offense Shanahan is running with Trey Lance at the helm. His performance versus Arizona last week was so bothersome it made my teeth itch. Now I'm not going to bother sharing numbers. Now someday, Trey Lance, he might rewrite the record books and win five Super Bowls. But for now, today, he looks lost to me. He does not recognize what's happening in front of him, and will somebody please help him develop an off speed pitch. He drops back, sets his feet, stares at his hot read and throws a bullet with zero touch, regardless of the distance of the route. Last week on this show, I shared a trend that had been 38-11 since 2013 involving teams who had divisional games heading into their bye week. That was the 49ers. They qualified for that trend last week. They were five-point underdogs against Arizona. But the minute I found out Jimmy G wasn't starting, I backed off it faster than you can say Jimmy the Greek. And of course I was right. Arizona won by seven. Best of luck, Coach Shanahan. You moved up number to number two and gave up multiple first-round draft choices to get a fine young man, a world-class athlete, who is a million miles away from becoming a major league quality quarterback. By the way, we're told Trey Lance was so great because he could operate, quote, off script. I need to see that script because I don't know what the hell they were talking about. For now, Trey Lance lacks pace and touch for the short throws that Kyle Shanahan's offense requires to move the chains. But look, Hope Springs Eternal. It's early. I said some of the same things about Josh Allen three years ago. I'm also told Trey Lance is a hard worker and he's, you know, the type of guy that's gonna get in there and, and do what it takes. So he can still turn it around. But for now, not so much. And yes, I've been saying since April, I'll take a little victory lap. Yeah, you know what? Mac Jones can really play. I don't want to hear any crap about Dink and Dunk. Belichick won't let him do a lot. How good is Mac Jones, though? He's the top-graded rookie quarterback by Pro Football Focus through five weeks. His 78% adjusted completion percentage is far and away the highest of any rookie by a mile and ranks ninth among all quarterbacks heading into next week. What does Mac Jones do so well? Well, by the way, his arm strength is most often described as good, not great, but he throws an excellent deep ball. His accuracy and ability to process, uh, to, uh, process the field through outstanding. Now Jones is not a runner; he doesn't have a great body type, but he has shown an ability to slide and shuffle. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. in the pocket, and find throwing lanes. The bottom line is, he plays the position at NFL level. And in college, he had a better deep ball percentage rate than Trevor Lawrence. He ran the 40 faster at the combine than Patrick Mahomes. Stop it with the echo chamber. The kid can play. You take away one fumble week one and a dork field goal off a crossbar, they're four and one. Get off the guy's back, all right? He's a good player. I'm not blaming, you know, I'm not... You know, cr- you know, making him Joe Montana yet, but people don't know what they're looking at. They hear this thing and they repeat it. The bottom line is he's doing very, very well. All right, it's early for all these guys. Don't write their epitaph. Give them a chance to be someone in this world. But I'm telling you where we stand. Right, these are hard truths about some of your favorite teams and your favorite players, and that's how we roll here, straight out of Vegas. Coming up, who can go to the Super Bowl? We're now at the quarter point of the season, basically twelve games remaining. And the odds are actually changing. I will explain. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that can take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight of Vegas. Straight Outta Vegas! The great Bernie Fratto,
0: folks. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Switch to Spectrum Mobile and get unlimited data for only $29.99 per month each when you get two or more lines. You could save hundreds on your mobile bill plus there're no added taxes, hidden fees, and no contracts. Click to try the Spectrum Mobile Savings Calculator and in 3 easy steps, you'll see how much you could save. Visit spectrummobile.com/save. Offer valid for new customers on 2 or more unlimited lines. Spectrum internet required. Restrictions apply. Visit spectrummobile.com for details.
2: What grows in the forest? Trees. Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating
1: world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from Las Vegas. Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's never too soon to start speculating who can go to the Super Bowl. We're now through the fourth quarter. Check that. We're now through the quarter point of the season. Every team has 12 games remaining in their 17 game slate. And now week six brings the first bye week. So if you're looking to watch the Falcons, Saints, Jets, or 49ers tomorrow, they'll all be. Sideline this week. We've still got a long way to go until we reach the 2022 NFL playoffs. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we will continue tracking how Super Bowl odds are moving for each team. The Bucks remain the favorites. The Bills are the new team nipping at their heels. Number one scoring offense, number one scoring defense, number one in turnover differential. Give the Bills a lot of credit. Could not happen to a greater group. They've invaded Nashville this weekend, Monday Night Football. Listen, I've got... Tons of respect for the Bills organization. They went to four Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, they didn't win them, but they're not a punchline in my view. They get my respect. By the way, the biggest mover up the board this week was the Cowboys, although beating the Giants isn't exactly a big deal. The NFC East is clearly a mess. But the the Cowboys are really kind of in position to cruise to one of the higher seeds in the playoffs. They're good. Really prolific offense, and the defense is getting some takeaways. The Chiefs. They're really sort of the enigma. They opened the season as favorites, but they've slipped coming out of week three. They've now lost three of their last four games, but they still have the third best odds. They opened at plus 500, 5-1 five one, week one, and now plus 750. The the Cowboys, again, I've got my eyes on them. We'll see if they win and win them tomorrow. Uh, remains to be seen if they'll climb past the Cardinals, who remain undefeated, but still only 14-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Now, Arizona faces a huge test tomorrow when they travel to Cleveland. The road dogs, now they've got the COVID situation, 20-mile-an-hour winds, but if they can spring a road upset tomorrow and remain undefeated, you're going to see their odds improve considerably. Now, the biggest droppers this week are the Seahawks, and that's clearly due to Russell Wilson's injury. They dropped from from 28-1 uh, to 1 to 80-1. to 1. Can you imagine that the, the Seahawks are 80 to 1 now to win the Super Bowl on the news that Russell Wilson can be sidelined, you know, for six to eight weeks after surgery on his middle finger on his throwing hand? The biggest non-injury drop belongs to the Raiders, who lost to the Bears and went from sixty to one to a hundred to one, actually hundred and twenty-five to one in some books. In non-injury movement, the 49ers dropped from 28 to 1 to 40 to 1 after losing to the Cardinals, the Broncos dropped from 35 to 1 to 50 to 1 after losing to the Steelers, and the Vikings dropped from 65 to 1 to 80 to 1 in spite of their last second win over the Detroit Lions. But it's funny to watch how these things have have moved. If you go back week 1, Tampa Bay was 6 to 1, they're now down to 5 to 1. The Buffalo Bills were ten to one. They're plus five fifty, which means a hundred dollars would bring back five fifty. Again, you can really never write off the Chiefs. They've just got too much championship pedigree. I have a lot of respect for Patrick Mahomes. I have a lot of respect for Andrew Reid. They've got issues, though they're gonna have to clean up. But the betting markets haven't jumped ship on them. They were five to one week one. They're now Plus 750, which means $100 on the Chiefs would bring back 750. The Rams, one of the biggest movers, 14 to one week one. Now they're down to eight to one. Again, Matt, save your Matt Stafford comments till January. That's when he's going to make his bones. And if they get to the Super Bowl, hey, guess what? They did that under Jared Goff too. Goff actually won three playoff games and got to the Super Bowl. I get. Stafford has better arm talent, but you weren't there in Detroit. You weren't out there in Ford Field. You didn't see what I saw When we get to January if he proves me wrong, I'll give the man his due. I just don't think he will Baltimore is a team also led by Lamar Jackson, who's a fabulous quarterback Not only can he do all the things you'd ever imagine anybody could do on a football field. He's outstanding from the pocket when you look at who he is at his foundation, he's a superb pocket passer. He's not just an improvisational freelancer. He is so good. I'm going to get to him in a second, but Baltimore was fourteen to one at the beginning of the season. They're now down to twelve to one. Green Bay was thirteen to one at the beginning of the season. They're now down to twelve to one. The Cardinals, check this out. They were forty-five to one beginning of the season. They're now down to fourteen to one. Dallas was 35 to one give it up to Dak. give it up to that defense. They're now down to 15 to one. I think Dallas is legit. I really think you put da- I think Dallas would beat the Rams in a playoff game but we'll see Cleveland again another sentimental favorite of mine. I love nothing better than to see that great Brown nation fan group get their due. they opened up the season at 16 to one. they're still 16 to one. their only two losses were to Kansas City. And the Chargers, and they could have won both of those games. They just haven't learned how to handle prosperity yet. Tomorrow will be an interesting day. I do think they get the Cardinals. The Saints, Jameis has done a nice job. They opened up 30-1. to They're still 30-1. to Now, going the other direction. The Niners, they opened up 14-1 to right on cue. Jimmy G gets hurt again, the poor guy. They're cleared down to 40-1 to right now. And they're looking up at the Rams uh tennessee a team that i just can't figure out i thought they'd be a top 10 defense when they added julio jones uh they have a chance to make some bones monday night as a home dog against buffalo but they open up the season at 30 to 1 which is great value but they've now fallen to 40 to 1 seahawks i just mentioned went from 20 to 1 to 80 to 1 denver 45 to 1 they're still kind of hanging in there they're still about 50 to 1 uh the minnesota vikings one of the all-time enigmas they're they're down to 80 to 1. They were 50 to 1. The Patriots, they're 80 to 1. They were 35 to 1. Again, the Patriots, they could be 4 and 1. A bad fumble week 1 and a, a field goal that hit the cross or hit the dork the uh goal post against Tampa Bay, those both could have been wins. The Las Vegas Raiders, they opened up the season at 100 to 1 and they're still 100 to 1. Minus 125 to 1 at Caesars. Here's why that's significant, because heading into week five last week, and so much history has changed, the Raiders were 60-1, to but they've dropped significantly. The Carolina Panthers, a team that I said could be a surprise, I said, you know, of course people, certain people selectively listen. I said they could be a surprise, and they have been, and they're doing it without Christian McCaffrey. And I'm supposed to predict he was going to get hurt? If they had him in the lineup, he's worth one or two wins. They're still three and two. And they could get a W tomorrow. They're doing better than people thought. And uh, the Sam Darnold hate club is is well alive. But I got a lot of faith in Matt Rule. And Carolina plays hard. They're a top five defense. So don't write them out, off just yet. Uh, they're to they're one, But I never said they were going to the Super Bowl. I said they could be a surprise. Whatever that means. It means they could be vying for a wild card team. I think they'll still be above 500. A lot of folks didn't predict that. Uh, meanwhile, you know, some of the other teams, the Bears, Falcons, Giants, not really worth mentioning. If you're really crazy, if you want to just light your money on the fire, you can get the Jets, Lions, Texas, and Jaguars. Yeah, all in it, 1,000 to 1. Knock yourself out. I don't recommend it. Coming up, let's talk about NFL power rankings. That's what really matters. And after week five, who are the top ten and who are the bottom five? This is very revealing. But first, let's go to the man of great wisdom who often says, give me a fish and I'll eat for today. But teach me to fish. And I'll bring the beer. It's Brewing <laughs> Family with the latest.
8: Uh, by beer, you mean O'Doul's, right, Bernie? That's that's. Oh, right. look at you, really? Yeah. All right, that's all good. Uh, true story, Bernie. My 21st birthday, my mom sent me a six-pack of O'Doul's. And I can't believe I just mentioned that on national radio. But Bernie, we we think about sports, we watch sports, and the athletes are usually the stories. But for the UT and the Volunteers and, and their football fan base, they made it about themselves on Saturday night in that game against number thirteen Ole Miss. Because, yeah, the final was thirty one to twenty six, Ole Miss beating the Vols. But the story had nothing to do necessarily with the game itself. It was a long delay under a minute to go, and fans at the call or at at Neyland were chucking water bottles and mayonnaise packets and bottles and golf balls at Lane Kiffin. It was a mess. Kiffin said afterwards, quote, I don't know if I'm more excited than we found a way to win or that I didn't get hit by a golf ball. Close quote. It was madness on the field there. Number four, Oklahoma steamrolling TCU 52 to 31. Caleb Williams, four touchdown passes Bryce Young and four TD tosses as well as number five, Alabama sticks it to Mississippi State 49 to nine, Baylor accumulating over 300 yards rushing as they upset number 19 BYU 38 to 24 Purdue. With the big win against number two Iowa, twenty-four to seven victories for number one Georgia and number three Cincinnati in emphatic fashion. Also a W for number ten Michigan State. Then there was number twelve Oklahoma State taking down number twenty-five Texas, thirty-two to twenty-four. The Cowboys sixteen unanswered fourth quarter points. Arkansas, after that great start to the season, they have lost three in a row, and their latest defeat coming to the hands of the Auburn Tigers. LSU comes back and stuns Florida. 49 to 42. The Gators, the number 20 team in the land, that won't be lasting very long. Also, number 21 Texas A&M victorious. And Utah with the victory over number 18 Arizona State, 35 to 21. Don't look now, but the Utes are 3 0 in Pac 12 play. And finally, on the baseball side of things, the Braves. Take down the Dodgers 3-2 to in game one of the NLCS. Thanks to Austin Riley with his RBI single in the bottom of the ninth. And then the Red Sox channeling their inner Bernie Fratto with two grand slams. One in the first inning, the second in the second as Boston diminishes the Astros 9-5, to tying the ALCS at one game. And, and Bernie, as I send it back to you, whenever I saw those home runs going over the home run wall, I thought to myself, am I looking at Bernie Frato back in his heyday? Because it looked a lot like it as I send it back to the man from Vegas. That's right, baby. <laughs> I could go deep, man. Yes. I could
6: square up the bat. By the way, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Red Sox uh, later in the show. I think that... Uh, Alex Cora might be the best manager in the major leagues, and that's a team that gets the best of both the best of both worlds in meaning that they combine analytics with the human factor. No one does it better than them. It would not surprise me if they beat the Astros in advance of the World Series, but we shall see. I think it's going to be a, a long series, Brian. Alright, let's talk about the NFL power rankings. This matters. And uh, when I, I have Steve Fezzik on in about 45 minutes, I'll have him remind you what, folks, what power rankings are. But right now, number one, it's still, you know, the Arizona Cardinals flying high. The last time they were 5-0 and was 1974, which is also the last time the Cardinals were the league's lone unbeaten team. And so pretty noteworthy uh, that Arizona, though, again, reality, they've broken out of the gate 5-0 and on four previous occasions. But those hot starts... Have never been followed by a single postseason victory. As I mentioned earlier, since 1990, the final last man standing team only 50% of them have actually won the won a playoff game. Now, could that happen again? Uh, Arizona's, uh, you know, currently, you know, they, they look like they got it together. But I don't like this COVID thing this week, and I, you know, you never know if that can start start them on a downward trend. Let's see what happens tomorrow in Cleveland. I'm a little concerned. Uh, I've already bet Cleveland, but I would just say this, uh, and I got a minus two earlier in the week. But I think those 20-mile-an-hour wins and the fact that Kevin Stefanski, the Browns, is 6-0 and after a loss, I, th- I think Arizona could, could get beat tomorrow. But, hey, they hammered the Rams, the team, you know, Matt Stafford's Rams. Can't blame him. He didn't have any help. And I guess I'm on that team. I guess I need to maybe pump the brakes a little on good old Matt. By the way, because the Rams are the number two par rank team, and their next three opponents—the Giants, Detroit, and Houston—they're combined two and thirteen. So this is a goal and opportunity to keep pace with the Cardinals, who again are the only team to beat Los Angeles this season. And so, you know, let's see where this let's see where this goes. I mean, ten days ago, look how things look rosy for the Raiders, and look now. So life life comes at you fast sometimes in in, in the NFL. Tampa Bay is number three. Here's a wild stat. Tampa Bay has scored at least 44.6 times since Tom Brady joined the team in 2020, matching the franchise's six 44-point outputs in their first 44 years of existence. That's why you turn into this show, to get these kind of obscure stats you, you don't get anywhere else. Did you hear that? Tampa Bay has already scored 44.6 times since Tom Brady joined the team. In their entire history, since 1976, when John McKay took over, they only scored 44.6 times in the first 44 years. I remember last year when, at this time or not at this time, they are seven and five. Uh, one of our uh, a guy named Doug said, "Well, these uh, they need to get a divorce." Uh, uh, Arians and Brady I said, "No, no, they don't. They're going to figure it out." And since then, they're like 10 and one. Um, it's going to be fun to see where this shakes out. The Cowboys. Well, Dallas has lost six in a row to teams coached by Bill Pelichick, including an 0-5 record against his Patriots. In fact, the Cowboys haven't beaten New England since 1996 when Bill Parcells was the coach for the New England Patriots. But Dak Prescott and company, I think they can put a lot of that negative history to bed tomorrow by going there and getting a W I do actually expect Dallas to win, but I think it's gonna be very close. I think it feel it feels like a field goal game to me. Uh, Belichick, 25 and 8 at home as a dog, but Dallas to me very well deserving of their number four power rating. The Bills are number five. They uh, they they got a lot of retribution last week in in Kansas City, and they're surging, and they can get more of the same in Nashville, where they got blown out 42 to 16 by the Titans last year during a game played on a Tuesday night. Remember that. That was a Tuesday night COVID-19 game, and Tennessee hammered him. This Bills team is for real, and so is their coach, Sean McDermott. The Chargers, they're number sixth. Now, they got a wide receiver. His name is Mike Williams. He has impeccable timing. His salary ballooned to almost $16 million this year after uh, the Chargers picked up his fifth-year o- option. And uh, interestingly enough, he's lived up to it. Six TD catches he, he can really cash in following the season when he's scheduled to reach free agency. The Chargers are good, man. They're really good. And so are the Ravens. Uh, they're not like they've been in the past. Their defense isn't the same, but credit Baltimore's resolve. And again, I love Lamar Jackson. He stole a game he probably didn't deserve to win Monday night. Credit the football gods for withholding the record for consecutive 100-yard rushing games with John Harbaugh's teams. Definitely didn't deserve to claim. But so What? I want to say one thing about Lamar Jackson, and this applies to you, Trey Lance, uh, and Justin Fields, if you're listening. I get it. Sometimes a play is going to break down. Sometimes the defense is going to get the better of you. You've still got to keep your eyes downfield the way a Lamar Jackson does it. He's brilliant, okay? He's brilliant. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say a play breaks down and the defense has got the better. Jackson can look downfield and if he reads that the defense is in a zone, he's going to move laterally, which will allow his receivers to side-adjust their routes. And Jackson throws very well on the run, and he's very accurate. If he sees the defense in man, he's going
3: to take off and run, because they know they've got their back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
3: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming!
6: to him everybody except the free safety who's 30 yards away that's how you play quarterback with your eyes yes Lamar Jackson is lightning fast yes he's a brilliant runner a brilliant leader a playmaker a winner every one of those things but at his heart he's also a superb excellent pocket passer and that's what makes Lamar Jackson so great ditto for Kyler Murray the Browns are eighth and on his first four NFL seasons you got to give Baker Mayfield credit he's been on the losing side three times uh, but despite scoring at least 42 points, including Sunday's 47-42 barn burner against the Chargers, I don't know how this happens. No other quarterback in the league has suffered such a defeat multiple times. Well, they didn't have a defense before, but Cleveland has a defense now. Last week was a barn burner, but again, you get to the fourth quarter of those last couple possessions, Baker, you got to come through when it matters most. The Packers are ninth. Sunday was a reminder that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Green Bay might need a few more four-leaf clovers in the next five weeks. But the pack, well, they still got Aaron Rodgers. They got playmakers, even Randall Cobb. They will face four 2020 playoff teams and the undefeated Cardinals in the next five weeks. So Green Bay's season could shape up right there. The Chiefs, the beleaguered Chiefs 2-3, and they're still power-rated 10th. It's not often when Kansas City is on par with Jacksonville, but this has been a strange season. And why do I compare them to Jacksonville? Because they both share the NFL lead with 11 turnovers. Patrick Mahomes, six interceptions. Again, I mentioned this earlier, matches total from 2020 and they're halfway to his career high in 2018. He's got to clean that up. I'm betting he will, but he's still got to do it. Coming up, I'm going to give you the bottom five and some quick Raiders stuff. And I will share with you who the pros like tomorrow in their favorite best bet. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 News Report. Limitations apply. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas.
1: Straight of Vegas!
6: One of the
5: best in the business, Bernie Fratto.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles, Ricky Herrera, Chris Perfet, and, of course, Bruin Finley on the updates. And they will be with me all the way through 3 a.m. this morning, 3 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Eastern, as we morph into Fox Sports Sunday with a full NFL rundown. And the Fezic 5 in about half an hour. All right, let me continue with the bottom five in the NFL power rankings. Bottom, well, it's kind of obvious. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer said Sunday that rookie Trevor Lawrence is really not quite comfortable with quarterback sneaks. And uh, Lawrence said otherwise. All I know is I don't know if anybody's on the same page there. But, again, Patience patience i don't know really what's going to happen with the jacksonville jaguars but i remember the bill walsh 2 and 14 teams before they went on to win a super bowl and the jimmy johnson 1 and 15 team in dallas before they went on to win three super bowls and look jacksonville was 1 and 15 last year what the hell did you expect them to do come out of the gate 4 and 2 no and i guess the optics have not been great about urban meyer Let's let this thing play out. I'm not defending him, just trying to maintain a little bit of objectivity. The New York Giants, all right. This is, their are 31st par ranked. Uh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, they all went down last week. Two of the three are out this week. Two out of three ain't good. Daniel, Daniel Jones, who's not turning the ball over as much this year, still got a long way to go. Kadarius Tony showing promise. He had 189 receiving yards in Dallas last week. That broke Odell Beckham's singles game record uh, of 185 for rookies. Still, the Giants, they're not a cohesive unit. They're 31st ranked, power ranked. The Lions are 30th. Man, they lost on field goals of 54 yards and 66 yards twice in the span of three weeks. Well, that might move a man to tears, and it did. And, uh, it, Dan, let me tell you, Dan Campbell got a lot of respect, okay? They're playing hard for him, and that's all you can really ask a leader to do. Set the tone, establish the objectives, and create the conditions where they want to play hard. Uh, I covered the Lions for many, many years. I actually think there's reason for optimism. They're not going to turn it around tomorrow. You don't turn a battleship around, and you turn it in, in, you know, very quickly. They play hard for that guy. And don't be surprised if they give Cincinnati everything they can handle tomorrow as a home underdog and win the game outright. We'll see. But they are playing hard. Uh, The Jets, all right, well, uh, they got a second-year receiver in Denzel Mims, who is a deep threat. uh, But they're still the lowest-scoring offense, the Jets. They're still full of injuries. Makai Becton, his draft mate. Uh, they drafted him and Mims in the same draft. Uh, Zach Wilson shows promise, but Jets, they're 29th. Texans at 28th. Their season was pretty well summed up by Cameron Johnston's zero-yard punt last Sunday, which ricocheted off his teammate Terrence Brooks. So there's your bottom five. It's still the National Football League, though. And make no mistake, on any given Sunday, anything could happen. Remember, as home dogs, Houston hammered, uh, Jacksonville, and they gave New England a pretty good pretty good tussle uh, last week as well. All right, what's interesting is a week ago today, John Gruden was still the coach, and then the Bears came to town, smacked them around pretty good, and last week, the send-off line for the Raiders at Denver, with the Raiders getting two, it's since gone to three, three and a half, it's now climbed all the way to four, but it's not necessarily because of the coaching change. As a matter of fact, Jay Cornegay of the West, Westgate Said you really don't move lines based on coaching changes. The truth of the matter is, the Raiders really haven't played that well the last few games, and they keep falling behind fourteen 0 Two of their wins were in overtime. Uh, they've got O-line issues. Uh, they've got defensive issues now. Uh, Derek Carr's not nearly as sharp as he was. You could you could argue that they looked a little lethargic last Sunday. Maybe the Gruden news had something to do to it. Is that with it, or they ran into a way above average Bears defense? But the long and the short of it is the the Raiders' futures. If you still have faith in them, they're still three and two. Really tough duty at Denver tomorrow. They're plus one eighty at Caesars to make the playoffs. They are plus twelve fifty at the Superbook to win the AFC West. They're fifty five to one at Circa to win the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. And they're hundred and twenty five to one at Circa to win the Super Bowl. So I would say that I. Look, let's just see what happens tomorrow, week at a time. But but the, but the Raiders who are catching four at Denver tomorrow, you really you're not 100% sure what you're going to get tomorrow, right? And by the way, um, I would say this: hire Eric enemy throw the th- you know break the bank, hire Eric enemy Do what you got to do. He knows what he's he's presided over great offenses. He knows what it's like to get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. And guess what? He's in your division. You would be taking him from the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Eric Bieniemy is my guy. If you can't get him, get Byron Leftwich. Why? Very simple. He knows what it's like to get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, and that's what the Raiders want to do. Get either Eric Bieniemy or Byron Leftwich. All right, the pros like the under in the Green Bay Chicago game tomorrow of forty-four. Why? The Bears defense is anemic. Last in yards, last in yards per play, last in passing yards, passing yards per play, third down conversions, 31st in scoring, but they do have the 16th-ranked defense. All right, coming up, keep it locked right here, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. This is Bernie Fratto.
3: Right Vegas!